Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 159 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the Trailblazers and Dallas Mavericks both losing in the first round of the postseason, but having completely different viewpoints on what to do with their head coach position. The Trailblazers have moved on from head coach Terry Stotts after nine years with the team after being eliminated in the first First round of the postseason in four of the last five years. He had a 517 and 486 record, while the Mavericks announced that they are sticking by head coach Rick Carlisle, who has been there 13 years now. Yes, he's won an NBA championship, but the Mavs have not been contenders since and have lost in the first round each of the last two seasons. Carlisle has a 555 and 478 record as head coach of the Dallas Mavericks. I find these two different viewpoints to be so fascinating because I think that is the conflict that most teams are having in the NBA right now. When to move on from a coach and when not to move on from a coach. I mean, these are two very different examples about what to do with your head coach when your team is not doing what you expect. I mean, three years ago, Terry Terry Stotts was in the Western Conference Finals with the Trailblazers, a team that nobody thought was a legitimate contender. Yes, they have Dame Lillard. Yes, they have CJ McCall. But this team was just in the Western Conference Finals, and nobody ever could have imagined that. Now, Rick Carlisle is with the Mavericks, and yes, like I said earlier, he's won a championship. That has something to do with the fact that why he is still the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks. But over the last couple of seasons, He's had Luka Doncic, he's had Kristaps Porzingis, and a lot of people had expectations for this Dallas Mavericks team, and a lot of people think it's time for the Dallas Mavericks to move on from Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle is a good head coach, I know he is, he's won a championship with Jason Kidd, Dirk Nowitzki, Tyson Chandler, but this isn't that Dallas Mavericks team anymore, this isn't that group of guys, and they're not where they should be, I mean they have Luka Doncic, one of the best players on planet Earth. They should be getting out of the first round of the NBA postseason easily. I mean, I'm not saying that the Dallas Mavericks should be competing for NBA championships right now, but I am saying they should be in a better position than what they are right now. They have some nice pieces to build around. Luka Doncic is one of the best players in the league. It's like when the Mavs had Dirk Nowitzki. They were able to compete and win 50 games every year and get out of the first round and get to the Western Conference Finals because they had a guy in Dirk Nowitzki. History should be repeating itself, yet it's not. And another thing I want to say about this argument about whether or not you should move on from a head coach, listen, I don't think the Mavericks should fire Rick Carlisle if they still believe that Rick Carlisle is a better head coach than what's out there. You shouldn't fire a guy just because of a bad season. You know what a recent example of that is? Eric Spolstra with the Miami Heat. After the big free of of LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh all left the team. Eric Spolster was left with mostly nothing, and the Heat kept him as head coach even through those down years because he was a guy who had won two championships, and everyone and their grandmother knew that Eric Spolster was a good head coach, but a lot of teams in the NBA would have moved on from Eric Spolster during that time period. Well, the Heat stayed with Eric Spolster, and they were rewarded with a trip back to the 
NBA Finals last year against the LA Lakers. That's how loyalty can work. You can stick with a guy who you believe in and your heart-to-heart know is one of the better head coaches in the NBA. And now we all view Eric Spolster as a top three coach in the NBA again. The Heat are good again. I mean, you can't change your opinion about a head coach because of one down season. Now, if they're consistently underwhelming and not performing, then yes, you can absolutely move on from them. I'm not saying that Rick Carlisle or Eric Spolster should be the coach of those teams for the next 20 years, but if you still believe in them as an organization and you don't want to bring a new guy in and you believe that those guys can be there when your team gets back on top, then you should stick with those guys. But I think you can make the argument with Rick Carlisle and the Dallas Mavericks that he's not going to be there when that team reaches its full potential. It seems like it's not working out. It's been a long time since that team won the NBA Finals against the Miami Heat, and he hasn't come anywhere close since. At least with Terry Stotts, he's been to the Western Conference Finals three seasons ago. There have been recent examples of him succeeding in this climate. But there are also recent examples of teams moving on from really good head coaches and then being rewarded immediately. The most famous example of this is the Golden State Warriors moving on from Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson could bring the Golden State Warriors to the second round of the playoffs, but he couldn't get them to become the dynasty they were going to become. So they moved on from him and brought in Steve Kerr, and they've become the basketball dynasty of the decade. If the Warriors had kept Mark Jackson just because of the fact he was a really good head coach, they would not have won those free titles. Kevin Durant would never have come there. Steph Curry might have never become the MVP he was going to become. Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, who knows if they would have reached their full potential. Steve Kerr had a lot to do with the fact that the Warriors became a dynasty, and they moved on from Mark Jackson at a time where a lot of teams would have kept Mark Jackson just because of the simple fact that they were winning basketball games. But the Warriors moved on from him and became the absolute most exciting team ever in the history of basketball. That would not have happened if Mark Jackson had remained coach of the Golden State Warriors. Another recent example is the Raptors with Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey was coming off a season where he won coach of the year. They had DeMar DeRozan. They had Kyle Lowry. The Raptors were a really good team. They were consistently making the postseason. They had gone to the Eastern Conference Finals. They moved on from Dwayne Casey and brought in Nick Nurse and immediately won an NBA title. Yes, a lot of you will say that has everything to do with the fact that Kawhi Leonard was there, but I think Nick Nurse is a better head coach than Dwayne Casey. I mean, look what's happening with the Pistons. They don't look a lot better with Dwayne Casey as their head coach. Dwayne Casey is a very solid head coach, but he was never going to take that Raptors team to the next level. And I understand how risky of a move that is. I mean, look at the fact they moved on from Dwayne Casey, a guy we all knew about and knew was a very good head coach, and brought in this guy in Nick Nurse, and we were all like, what are you doing? You just acquired Kawhi Leonard. You're going to make that next step, and you believe in this guy, Nick Nurse? Well, they were proven right, and the rest of us who thought, wow, why are you moving on from Coach of the Year? We look ridiculous. I mean, sometimes these moves can really backfire, but in recent history, they have not. Mark Jackson from the Warriors, gone. Steve Kerr comes in. They become a dynasty. Dwayne Casey, gone. The Raptors win the NBA Finals. How about this season? 
season, the Philadelphia 76ers finally moved on from Brett Brown, a coach that many of us thought was not a very good head coach, and they brought in Doc Rivers, a guy with cachet, a guy who players respect, and the Sixers look better than ever. Joel Embiid had an MVP-like season. Ben Simmons seems to be more understanding of what his role on the team should be. They brought in Seth Curry. They are a way better basketball team with Doc Rivers as their head coach than they were with Brett Brown. Brett Brown, it was a nice story. He had been there through the losing and he got to experience the postseason, but it was the right decision for the Philadelphia 76ers to move on from Brett Brown. The other issue that happens in the NBA is the head coach is always the fall guy if your team is not where you think it should be. The Indiana Pacers went to the postseason two years in a row with Nate McMillan as their head coach. They weren't going to the second round. They were making the Eastern Conference Finals, so they fired Nate McMillan. They brought in a new head coach, and that guy didn't even make the postseason. See, the grass is not always greener. That's why hiring and firing head coaches in the NBA has become such a complex thing because in some respect you can look at a team and think to yourself wow these guys are way better than I think they should be and this coach is not getting the most out of them but just making the postseason sometimes is enough like the Pacers were wrong in the fact that they thought that team should be competing at a higher level there was no higher level for that Pacers team now the Hawks have Nate McMillan and they're in the postseason right now. They're in the second round of the postseason while the Indiana Pacers are sitting at home. They made a wrong decision. Sometimes you think it's greener on the other side and it's not always. I mean, look at the Memphis Grizzlies. They went to the Western Conference Finals with Lionel Hollins and they moved on from him. That could have been a money dispute, but they moved on from a really good head coach and have not come anywhere near as close to that kind of success ever again. I find the coaching situation with the Milwaukee Bucks to be equally interesting. The Milwaukee Bucks are in the second round of the postseason. They are down 2-1 to one to the Brooklyn Nets and if they lose in the second round it would be for the third straight year and a lot of people think the Bucks should move on from coach Mike Boonholzer. Even though Giannis Antetokounmpo is a two-time MVP under this coach, the Milwaukee Bucks should probably keep Mike Boonholzer as their head coach. He is their leader least biggest issue on that team right now. The biggest issue I have with the Milwaukee Bucks, I'll just get into a rant about it, they don't have enough shooting around Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's why the Philadelphia 76ers are really good this year. They have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, who are not very good three-point shooters, and they surrounded them with guys like Danny Green and Seth Curry. It's that simple. It's what got Dwight Howard to the NBA Finals that one year. He was surrounded by dynamite three-point shooting. That's what the Milwaukee Bucks need to do is surround Giannis Antetokounmpo with lights-out three-point shooting, and I guarantee they'll be back to the Eastern Conference Finals, and they'll be back to the NBA Finals for the first time in almost 40 years. That's the solution to their problem. Another example of a team that just moved on from a head coach is the Clippers. They moved on from Doc Rivers. They're in the second round of the postseason. They're down 2-0 to the Utah Jazz was firing Doc Rivers and bringing in Tyron Lue, the 
solution for that team? Probably not. And I think everyone thinks Doc Rivers is a better head coach than Tyron Lue. The Clippers looked at Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and said to themselves, we should be better than this. They moved on from Doc Rivers, who is the best head coach in Clippers history. It's inarguable. He was good with the Clippers. Yes, that Clippers team should have at least made it to the Western Conference Finals under Doc Rivers. Probably to the NBA Finals. But Doc Rivers wasn't the problem. That's my issue with how teams view NBA coaches. They view them as always being the biggest problem. Nay McMillan was not the problem on the Pacers. They just weren't a very good basketball team. They were probably better than they should be. But in sometimes you can get it right. Dwayne Casey was never going to win a championship with the Raptors. Mark Jackson was never going to win an NBA championship with the Golden State Warriors. Those teams made the right decisions. Brett Brown was never going to bring the Sixers to where they needed to go. But in other examples, some teams are moving on from really good head coaches when they should be holding them on. So in some ways, I understand why the Dallas Mavericks are keeping Rick Carlisle. And in some ways, I don't understand why the Trailblazers are moving on from Terry Stotts. There is no head coach who's going to fix the Trailblazers issue. The Trailblazers issue is they have two players who play all the time and the other guys are unreliable due to injuries. The Trailblazers' biggest issue is whether or not Dame Lillard wants to spend his entire career with the Blazers. Now, if they went to Dame Lillard and said, do you want Terry Sotts to be your head coach? And he said no, and they moved on from him. I understand that, but I think even picking Dame Lillard over the head coach can be a dangerous proposition because some guy is going to come in with the Trailblazers, and if he doesn't reach those expectations, you're going to be right back where you were, and this time without a good head coach and Terry Stotts. Yes, like, think about this. What if the Nick Nurse situation with the Raptors had gone sideways? What if the Raptors were really bad? I mean, sometimes you have to be correct in making those decisions, and that's why it's so fascinating if you look at the track records. We can look back at firing Mark Jackson and call it brilliant because the Warriors turned into a dynasty. We can look back at the Raptors firing Dwayne Casey and call it a success because they won a championship. We can look back at the Sixers firing Brett Brown, a success because they have gone further in the postseason than they did last year and they look like a far better basketball team. But you can also look back at those teams that kept their head coach during the dark times and think to yourself, wow, they really did the right thing by holding on to a guy like Eric Spolstra. If the Miami Heat had fired Eric Spolstra during that time period when they weren't very good, they would never have gone back to the NBA Finals. And that's why it's such a conflict about whether or not to fire your head coach who has been there for a while. If you still believe in the coach, you should keep the coach. Too many times these teams are firing head coaches to have a fall guy. But what they should be doing is changing the roster around the team. It's not always about the head coach. And you find that out the hard way most times. Like again, the Indiana Pacers looked at that roster and said, we should be doing better than where we are with Nate McMillan. And they even did the same thing with Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel was fired by the Indiana Pacers. And now last year, he won the NBA championship with the LA Lakers. Frank Vogel was a guy the Indiana Pacers should have kept on to during that down period. It's an argument 
basketball. He's one of the better head coaches in the NBA, and he gets the last laugh because they moved on from him, and the Indiana Pacers have become irrelevant, while Frank Vogel has gone to the NBA postseason each of the last two seasons. And a lot of this discussion has to do with who the star player is. A lot of people think the Mavericks should move on from Rick Carlisle because the Mavericks have Luka Doncic, who a lot of people like myself believe should make it to the second round easily because they have Luka Doncic. And a lot of people think the Bucks should move on from Mike Boonholzer because the Bucks have Giannis Antetokounmpo. I don't think organizations should make those kind of moves based on those superstars because I think a head coach has a chance to be with you a lot longer than those superstars do. I mean, a lot of head coaches, Eric Spolster outlasted LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. I mean, he's been there. He's still winning games for the Miami Heat. They played the long game with their head coach. I think you should play the long game with your head coach more so than your players. Yes, unless you have LeBron James who can make moves about coaches, but other than that, I think you should be thinking the long game with your head coaches and the short term with your players. That's how teams should view head coaches. You should be hiring a guy who you believe in to be your head coach for at least five, six, seven years. I mean, the Indiana Pacers gave this guy one year. Why did you move on from Nate McMillan if you were going to fire the guy after one season? It doesn't make any sense. Getting back to where we started with the Trailblazers and the Mavericks, the Blazers firing Terry Stotts and the Mavericks keeping Rick Carlisle, we are going to find out which one of these teams made the right decision or whether or not both of them made the right decision. If the Trailblazers tang next season and become really bad, then guess what? They probably should have kept Terry Stotts as their head coach. And if the Dallas Mavericks don't get any better with Rick Carlisle, I'll say this. If they don't get back to the Western Conference Finals in the next three years and keep Rick Carlisle as the head coach, that's insane to me. They have Luka Doncic. So you can keep Rick Carlisle all you want but at some point when you have one of the top five players in basketball, you have to get him to the biggest stage on planet Earth, and that's the NBA Finals. That's what the expectations for the Mavericks should be moving forward. And for the Blazers, yeah, you had Terry Stotts as your head coach. He got you to a Western Conference Finals. How much better is that team going to get? Is this a Dame Lillard decision? Because I think maybe, again, you should be playing the long term with your head coach and the short term with your star player in Dame Lillard. I know that's not how a lot of people see this, but Dame Lillard is not going to be a trailblazer forever. I think the Mavericks keeping a head coach for 13 years is becoming more and more rare in the NBA. Other teams are not doing that. Greg Popovich spending all that time with the Spurs, that's not happening anymore. It's a win-now type of league. The Heat keeping Eric Spolstra is becoming more and more rare. Again, I think 90% of the teams in the NBA would have fired Eric Spolstra during that time period when the Miami Heat were not a very good basketball team and that would have been a massive massive mistake. Here's one final example to have you think about this. The New Orleans Pelicans moved on from Monty Williams. They had gone to the postseason with Anthony Davis. That was the best time for the Pelicans and Anthony Davis was when Monty Williams was their head coach. They fire Monty Williams. They bring in Alvin Gentry. Then they bring in Stan Van Gundy. That's what they do when they fire these 
young coaches. They bring in these retreads. Now Monty Williams is in the second round of the postseason with the Phoenix Suns with a real chance to make it to the Western Conference Finals and further. Monty Williams gets the last laugh. The New Orleans Pelicans should have played the long game with Monty Williams as their head coach, but they were playing the short game with Anthony Davis. That's what I'm talking about. You should not move on from a good head coach just because they are not reaching this ridiculous standards you have set for the team. That Pelicans team was not going to win a championship, but if the Pelicans had kept Monty Williams, I bet they'd be in a better situation right now. I just think where we are with head coaches in the NBA is fascinating, whether you should keep them, fire them, or whatever. And it's going to be interesting to see where we go from here. Again, I don't think a lot of coaches are going to last like Rick Carlisle has done with the Mavericks. And that's why I find that thing so fascinating. When do you move on from a head coach and when do you decide to keep him? There's no right or wrong answer. It's about the results. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe.